Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. This week, we're going to start off with a topic that I've touched upon a couple of times recently in other episodes. And I'm going to split it up into two episodes because I think it's worth taking a look at from two different perspectives. So I'll explain to you what that's going to look like. We're going to be talking about emotional intelligence. It's a topic that I know you've heard me mention. It's been pretty prevalent over the last few years in leadership training and development. A lot of companies are offering this type of training to their employees. And I really kind of want to talk about the impacts of having good emotional intelligence, as well as making sure that even as ourselves, when we are communicating with others, we're paying attention to the cues that we are giving off as well. So with so many people doing meetings via Zoom or Google Meets and all of the different video chats that are going on now, I wanted to mostly focus on facial expressions and body language and things like that, particularly with the the element of being on camera, right? Because this is a little bit new to some folks. Obviously, we've been doing it for a few months now, so hopefully we're starting to get our, our feet under ourselves. But at the same time, having a conversation with somebody or a group of people over a video chat is very different than in person. And sometimes we can become a little bit lax in our behavior when we're on camera. Sometimes we may not realize that people can see certain things that are going on with us and we take advantage of that, right? And I'll get into that a little bit more. So like I said, I want to divide this up into two, two groups and we'll, we'll tackle one in this episode and then there'll be another episode later from the other side. And that is today we're going to talk about how you behave on camera and what others might be picking up if they have emotional intelligence based on your behavior and your body language, your facial expressions, all of these different things. And then we'll do another episode from the perspective of the person observing and using their emotional intelligence of what's going on with the other person. Okay, so you're taking lots of video calls these days. We're doing video chats, we're doing video meetings, we're doing conferences, anywhere from one to a hundred people could be on your, your computer screen at any time, depending on where you work and what it is that you do. So the first thing I want to talk about is making sure that you are aware of your facial expressions and how the movements that we make with our eyes and our face really can send different messages to others. Think about what you observe when you watch other people on camera and think about how careful you are with what you're doing with your face when you're listening to other people speak, if they're talking to you or even if you're just observing. I was in a networking meeting uh, not too long ago, and there was about 20 or 30 people in the group. And, you know, with Zoom, you can 
flip through the different screens of people, or you can have a certain number of people all at the same time, kind of like the Brady Bunch screen, right? Where you've got a, a bunch of faces all staring back at you. And it's always interesting to me to watch the different expressions on people's faces as the speaker is talking. Some folks are very engaged and paying attention. Some are staring off into space. Some are obviously involved in doing something else, looking off screen at somebody else in the room or their email or the notes that they're taking. There's a lot of different things going on. And we don't have as much cover when you're on a video chat because people can really see exactly what it is that you're looking because you're so close to the camera. Think about the difference when you're in a conference room and you've got a bunch of people sitting around a table. It's hard to really be dialed in to what everybody is doing to a certain extent because they're further away and they could just be looking down at their notebook, doodling, taking notes, whatever. When you're on camera, you have a very up close and personal look at everybody's face. So you can see if they're rolling their eyes. You can see if they're yawning and looking bored. You can see if they are engaged and interested in what it is that you're talking about. To a certain extent, learning how to become a better public speaker on Zoom, I think is very valuable because you really can get a lot of feedback about what your audience is getting out of what you're saying because you can see right on their faces if they're interested in what it is you're talking about. Now, they may not need to be in that meeting and therefore that may be the, why they're bored. It may have nothing to do with what you're presenting, but it is a really good exercise to be paying attention to what their facial expressions are. So think about when you're sitting in that Zoom call and you're the person in one of those boxes and the speaker is looking at you, what are you doing? Are you yawning? Are you looking bored? Are you texting on your phone? Are you playing with the dog under the desk? Are you thinking about your grocery list? Or are you really engaged and listening and paying attention to what it is that that person is trying to explain to you? Do you smile perhaps when they make a subtle joke or a comment that's supposed to be funny, that's supposed to elicit a response from the audience? Or do you miss it because your mind is someplace else? And do you give yourself away that you're not paying attention because you didn't change the facial expression that you had based on what that speaker was looking to get from the audience? Do you look very confused? Do you look concerned about what it is that they're saying? What is it that you're doing with your face? Okay. And some of this is just learning how to school your, your emotions from your face and trying to make sure that you don't give yourself away to a certain extent that you aren't paying attention. I've been on meetings where I've seen people obviously typing away messages the whole time we're on the meeting. And perhaps that's acceptable. It depends on your situation. Perhaps you don't care and you feel that that's acceptable behavior because you're multitasking. I would argue that in certain, perhaps many situations, it's kind of rude. If you do not have time to take the meeting, then perhaps you should reschedule it to a time when you do have time rather than not giving your full attention. Because I mean, would you be sitting in a conference room on your phone sending messages and emails if you were in an office? Or would you be giving this person your full attention and taking notes? Now, I don't know what the right answer is there, only you can answer that. Perhaps you have a, an informal situation at your organization where that's acceptable behavior. 
But if it's not something that you would be doing in a conference room, you shouldn't really be doing it when you're on a Zoom call because this is just taking the place of those in-person work meetings that we're having. And the etiquette should translate from one place to the other to give your colleagues or your superiors or your employees the respect that they deserve. So the next thing I want to talk about is not just your face, but your overall body language. And we're not going to get into the, the details of what you should be wearing on Zoom calls. I think that there's so many different variations here. There's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of thoughts about whether you should be dressing professionally for your Zoom calls, whether you should be comfortable because everybody's working at home and relaxed. Every organization, I think, is different, and by now, I would hope that most folks know, at least within their organization, what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. I'm more talking about your body language with how you're sitting at your workstation. Are you slumped over the desk leaning on your, your arm? Are you leaning back in your chair with your feet up on the desk? Are you engaged and interested in what it is that they're talking about? Again, the same thing translates with respect to how you would be in person. Are you sitting there with your arms crossed looking very surly? Are you taking notes? Are you looking attentive and leaning in towards the camera and sitting up at your desk? Have good lighting in your, in your office so that they can actually see you. You're not in a closet with a, a little light so that it looks like you're, you're hiding. How is it that you are sitting there and, and being present for that meeting? Again, a really good rule of thumb is thinking about how you would be doing this if you were at the office, if you were doing this in a conference room in your building. How would you be showing up for that? Would you be sitting up at the table, sitting around the edge of the, the room in those chairs? Maybe you have your notebook on your lap or on the table. You would be paying attention. That's how it should be when you are handling a Zoom call or a video call, whatever platform your company is using. Are you being responsive? Are you showing the speaker that you are listening and engaged? One way that we can really do this effectively is, without making sounds, is nodding or changing our body language a little bit, changing the, the tilt of our head, smiling, nodding in agreement, things like that, to let the speaker know that not only are you listening, but you are hearing what it is that they're saying. Perhaps you provide feedback if it's a, an informal or there's an opportunity for you to actually give verbal feedback. You can give cues similar to something like, that makes a lot of sense. I hear what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I agree with what you explained. Things like that. Could you give us a little bit more information? Any kind of feedback that lets the speaker know that you are paying attention, that you are getting something out of whatever it is that they are talking about. It may be something where it becomes a, 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 a dialogue and you are disagreeing with them or you're challenging them or you're asking them for more information. Whatever the format is, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be nodding in agreement through the whole discussion. The idea is more to make sure that the person knows that you're paying attention, that you are 
hearing what it is that they're saying. Nothing's more frustrating as a speaker to talk about something, stare at a bunch of blank faces, and then ask your questions at the end, and then you get a question about something you just talked about five minutes ago, or 10 minutes ago, or 20 minutes ago. Or you don't get any questions, and then later on you get an email from somebody asking about something which you clearly explained, but they were not paying attention. Some meetings are really long and really boring. Some speakers are really boring and not engaging. This is unfortunately just one of those things that happens, but it doesn't mean we as the audience shouldn't do our best to be a good audience, to be a good participant. And as I mentioned in the beginning, being on a video call, it's really difficult to hide when we aren't behaving well in a meeting. I've been on meetings where people will turn off their, their camera if they have to leave the room. If it's a long meeting, some of the meetings that you go to now are two, three hours long, right? And that's a really long time to be on a video call. And I think that if you were in person, it would be acceptable to get up and step out of the room. Perhaps you need to use the restroom. You have to go get a drink of water. You have to take a phone call, whatever's acceptable in your organization. But on a Zoom call, if you need to handle a, a child off screen or chase down a dog or get up and do something away from your desk, I do think that it's polite to turn off your camera. Or in the chats, there's an opportunity there often to be able to leave a note and say, hey, have to jump off screen for a minute and take care of something. I'll be right back. That lets the listeners know, as well as the speaker, that you're not bored with all of this. You just have something that came up real quick. You have to take care of it and you'll be right back. You're communicating to them what's going on so that in their head, they're not wondering, oh, wow, I really bored them. And now they're just turning off their screen. They're going to put their head down. And then they're going to be that person that sends me a note in a couple hours about something I talked about because they didn't want to have to sit through my conversation. Taking notes is another way that we can be engaged. And I'm a huge note taker. When I was working in government, we took notes, right? You couldn't have electronic devices, so everything took place in a notebook. And it really trained me to write so much down because I could keep track of my action items. I could keep track of important dates, important things that I needed to follow up on, questions that I had, even just in listening to people speak, rather than raise your hand or interject in the middle of the conversation, you can jot down a note and then when they come back and ask for questions, you haven't forgotten what it was that you wanted to ask. So it can be a really useful way to help you stay engaged in the presentation. If it's a, a long presentation or perhaps a topic that you find a bit yawn-worthy, it's another great way to show your presenter that you are engaged and to keep yourself awake and interested because you are taking some notes and it's keeping you in action during the presentation. Now, I think on Zoom, sometimes it's difficult because it could look like we're doing other things. But if you are typically a note taker or if you are concerned about whether or not your speaker might think that you are doing something else, you could always say, hey, 
I am an avid note taker and I have to write things down otherwise I'll forget so I'll be taking notes but I'm paying attention and to further make them understand that you are engaged and paying attention you can look up look into the camera look at them when they're speaking to you between notes be engaged nod your head look interested be very careful about your eyes they often talk about when we smile whether or not it reaches a person's eyes and you can tell if it's a genuine smile or not think about that when you are looking at the camera because again many of these meetings are being recorded. The speaker may be going back and working on their speaking skills and watching the presentation again. They may be looking at everybody's face to see what kind of feedback they're getting. And they can tell by looking at your body language, just as you can, whether or not people are truly interested in what it is that they're talking about. Now, for many of you, all of this may be moot. It may not matter. You may not care. You may be at a point in your career or a point in your job or in a position that you simply don't care whether or not the person that is speaking feels like you're interested, feels like you're listening, feels like you even care to be in that meeting. But for those of us that want to be respectful of the person taking the time to speak to us, for those of us that are interested in excelling in our job and building collaboration and goodwill on their teams and making sure that their leadership or their teams recognize that they are engaged and supportive and interested and on board with what's going on, it's really important to take a little time to be thinking about the message that we are giving off or the emotions and the the behavior that we are emitting when we are on the camera in these meetings. One way that you can practice this is just as I mentioned, if your organization is recording, ask for a copy of the, the meeting. See if you can't get a copy of the recording and go and watch how it is that you behave on camera. See if you can see what your emotions are. See if you can see if you're rolling your eyes and you don't realize it. If you're heavy sighing when something is not interesting to you. If you are crossing your arms and leaning back in your chair. If you are scribbling on your paper and not looking like you're really paying attention. Take a look and see what types of things that you might be doing that might be off-putting to the audience. You never know who's watching. And if your organization is recording this, you never know who's going to go back and look at those videos to see who is truly engaged and interactive and paying attention and doing what they're supposed to be doing in those meetings. We have no way of knowing, depending on how your organization uses those, what those could be used for. They could be used for performance assessment. This is a whole new world right now where we're working remotely and there's a lot of different measures that organizations are going to need to employ to make sure that their employees are doing what they're supposed to be doing for performance reviews. That may be the only way your supervisor can tell whether or not you are doing your job correctly. They're watching video and if you look annoyed or irritated or asleep, that might not be so good. So. I hope these are helpful. I hope that you will try to remain as engaged and supportive of your colleagues as possible through this process while we're on video camera. 
and I hope you'll tune back in for the episode that we do for reading emotional intelligence as the speaker or as the other person on the other side of the table. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, stay healthy. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.